0: Here's a friendly reminder to wash your hands. Done? Good. Let's begin. At the 2000 Paralympic Games, the Spanish intellectually disabled basketball team won gold. Uh, so what's strange about that, you say? Well, there was a small little problem. 10 of the team's 12 players had no disability. Proving to the world yet again that winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Yeah, winning. You know, drunk dads and moms screaming at their kids at school football games to do better and score a goal. Or the abusive fan who throws a fit when their favorite professional sports star isn't doing what he does best, according to them. But I get it, it's only the winners who are remembered. I mean, in ancient Rome, while the winning gladiators basked in glory, the losers were killed. Or when Peru lost to Argentina in a football match in 1964, there was a riot and 328 people lost their lives. It's all fair in love, war, and, um, sports? This is what the kids are taught anyway. You need to win, triumph, conquer. That's what the elders say. To win is to live. To lose is to die. But when you're so far gone as to when winning is everything, can you even blame someone who cheats to win? But you will be surprised to know that the most shocking and downright abominable cheating scandal in the history of sports didn't involve performance-enhancing drugs, favored officiating or rigged equipment. It was when the want to win overtook every human sensibility. It was when cheating as a word didn't come close to defining what was done. The Spanish basketball team during the 2000 Paralympics proved that no matter what the rules are, humans by nature only want to win. Y2K, you know, the end of the banking system, the world and the likes was when the Paralympics brought in a new category, basketball for the intellectually disabled. The rules were the same, just the time was less and the court was smaller. Finals of the basketball tournament featured Spain and Russia. Moments away from the final buzzer of the final match, the Spanish men's intellectually disabled basketball team was up. The Spaniards were high in spirits, and rightly so. The buzzer goes off, the world rejoices. What a victory for the team, what a tournament. What a display of relentless dedication. The 12 men overcame their disabilities and reached the top of the podium. Reached their much deserved gold medals. What a feel good story, right? Well, if you're here, you already know. It was all a big lie. The team was... Well, the team was different. What I mean is, there was nothing different about them. The team always had the biggest advantage. There was no disadvantage. The win arrived and so did the publicity. The photo of the team, high in spirits, appeared across newspapers in Spain. Including the front page of Madrid sports daily, Marca. But back home, people recognized. The jig was up. The team wasn't who they claimed to be. 10 out of the 12 men possess zero mental impairment. And in a world where winning is everything, there's just one rule. No cheating. Just a few weeks after the 2000 Games ended, a package arrived at the Paralympic headquarters in Germany. Inside was a Spanish team kit, 150 pounds, the exact award money given to each athlete, and a gold medal. Days went by and the office was baffled. But then it all made sense. A few days later, an expose was written for the Spanish business magazine, Capital. But who would expose them? Carlos Ribagorta, an undercover journalist and a member of the gold-winning Spanish team. He exposed that along with him, nine other members of the team were not mentally impaired in the slightest. He stated that the Spanish Paralympic Committee was in on it and they went to great lengths to cover it up. Hell, they were the ones who recruited the athletes to win. The article showed a conspiracy of epic proportions. Something straight out of a movie. It stated that five months prior to the event, Riba Gorda received an invite for Spain's Federation for Mentally Disabled Sports, FEDDI. It was then he was asked to try out for the team. In the article he stated, There were no real checks, no examination of medical records. I just went along, told them that I suffered from being mentally handicapped. The only test that he underwent was for blood pressure. So what did he do? 6 push push-ups, and he along with 11 other men made the cut. Of the 12 men in the team, only 2 according to the expose were mentally impaired. But who were these people? Why did they receive the invite? Well, as later discovered by a spanish basketball magazine, several of the 10 men came from mainstream amateur basketball clubs, with one even going professional. And our main man was only lurking for 2 years because he smelled something fishy and wanted the big scoop. And man, did he get it. But why? Why did the FEDDI want to win? So badly. You all know it, so let's say it together, alright? 1, 2, 3. Money and power. Yes, that's what everyone lives for isn't it? See, the president of the FEDDI was a man named Fernando Martin Vicente. And according to later trials, he was found guilty of approaching and recruiting athletes to be on the team. At the time, Vicente was a very powerful man. He was a former Madrid city councilor. He was a member of the International Paralympic Committee and the Vice President of Spain's Paralympic Committee. In 1975, he founded the National Association of Special Sports and received government financial support every year. Now I know what you all must be thinking. All he did was work for the disabled. Vicente, we like you. It's fine that you cheated, you might have been looking for endorsements or funds from the government. But you want to help the disabled, and that's what matters. I'm sorry to be the one who bursts your bubble, but the man was accused of using the government fund in the 90s to fuel his lavish lifestyle. You know, the necessities. A yacht, eight cars, a Porsche, five houses, and half a dozen pieces of land. Yep, nice guy. But what about the other players? Why would they fake being mentally impaired? To that, Reba Goda answered that most people saw it as a free trip to Australia. And who wouldn't want to go down under? Oh yeah, and also, the winning team of the tournament got to split approximately $200,000. But the real reason, once again, I would request you to say it with me. Winning. Winning over everything. So what happened after? Vicente resigned a few months later and was found guilty 13 years later, the Spanish players were cleared of all charges. Upon further investigation, some of the Russian team members who Spain faced in the finals were also found to have no mental impairments, and some swimmers and some tennis players from other countries and Spain. But the greatest adverse aftermath that I think occurred was the inability and failure to test mental impairment, and it led to the barring of actual intellectually disabled athletes from future Paralympics. That was for 12 years until in 2012, a complete overhaul of assessment, definition, and evaluation later, the athletes were allowed to compete in the Paralympics again, giving them the opportunity to win. So, yeah, that's all, I guess. Like and subscribe if you like or don't, who cares? Just kidding, my dad does, please do that.